0: All right, here we go with our guy, Jay Williams, from ESPN. We love Jay Will. You're here on weekday mornings uh, before Schlereth and Evans, Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. ESPN Nuggets analyst Jay Williams, courtesy of Elite Sportsbooks. I want to play you some Michael Malone, and then then you can um, just do ESPN, ESPN on ESPN Crime, Jay. Are you ready?
1: I am. Born ready for this one.
0: Here we go. Mike Malone on Jokic and everything. But I,
1: I think after a while, like,
0: for whatever reason, maybe
1: this comes with greatness. Right? I mean like teams hate Duke. Why? Because Duke's been really good for a long time. <laughs> teams hate the Yankees because the Yankees have been really good for Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe like they're just tired of this player. Non-athletic player from somewhere Serbia to continue to kick everybody's ass. <laughs>
0: And he goes on and on. <laughs> so it, it goes from there. So, oh, good. And so Bruce Brown talked about it. You know, I joked to Bruce Brown. I said, what do you think about uh, Jokic just uh, stat padding by throwing you an alley-oop in overtime the other day? And he just said, aren't we supposed to make threes if we're open? And I'm like, yep, that is what you're supposed to do. So obviously Kendrick Perkins got a lot of attention. J.J. Redick, these are all coworkers of yours. What would you like to say about it, J. Will? Uh, well,
1: I just, look. When these narratives get floated, I think it is an insult uh, to basketball people who don't have to live in the mess of media, right? To me, this is like sheer media. And Perk is my guy. I'm saying it with all love and respect. Um, First off, just let me dissect a couple of things for you guys here. You want to average a triple-double. Do do you know what a guy who averages triple-double their team's winning percent? It's like 80%.
0: Yeah, and they're twenty. the <laughs> Nuggets are 24-0, 24-0 when Jokic has a triple-double. So, like, it is, first off, like, that just you throw that whole comment out of the window. And, by the way,
1: like, you know, when you when you portray an image of a player like that, right, it's like, go back to 2017 and look at Russell Westbrook when he averaged a triple-double. Like, their team's record was phenomenal. So, like, are you trying to incite, well, is this a winning player or is this a player just looking to get his numbers? Because I've never seen Jokic sacrifice a winning opportunity or a winning possession in suit of his own agenda, right? Like, he is a triple-double winning machine. And that's what you want from a player like that. So, it, please, average 25 and a triple-double as much as you want Jokic, if that's leading to your team who has a chance right now tonight to beat Memphis at home to clinch the number one seed, essentially, statistically. This is just the way it's going to work out because Memphis is four games back. to be five games back if they lose tonight. They'll clinch the number one seed in the West.
0: I'll take that triple-double
1: player all day long,
0: please. He, um, Kendrick, uh, Perk also said okay, that the only MVP candidates that um, weren't top ten in scoring were Dirk and Nash and now Jokic take that for what it's worth. How do you interpret that comment? I I I think once again
1: I'm I'm going to tell you guys how I operate to to throw race and systematic racism into the conversation around the MVP. That's that, that's not what I'm being paid to talk about. Um, I I don't see any of that. I think that's an insult to basketball, and I think that's an insult, frankly, to Nikola Jokic, who every single year has worked and improved on his game, and a team's health now factored into it leads to it. And look, there are challenges with the MVP award. I wish there were criteria that each and every year it should be this, right? But at the same time, like, I, I can't sit up here really realistically and tell you that Jokic was not deserving of the MVP award. Like, I look at a multitude of things, and each and every year he's been my pick to win. So I, I'm not going to use race as an out. Uh, to say that's why him and Dirk, and you can make a case about Steve Nash winning back-to-back in the year he thought Kobe was going to win it. I get that aspect, but this is not a white versus black. thing, in my opinion. All right, then why do you think Perk went there? I don't know. I can't speak for him, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's, that's not who I am. And, and, and trust me, guys, like I am a black man. I would be the first to tell you if I thought it were something like that. I do not see that being the case
0: here. All right, to basketball then. Um do you think this is a matchup of a future Western Conference final tonight?
1: I I would I would have a feeling that I would see more of Phoenix in Denver when it mattered the most. Oh. Look, I, I think I, I think and I, I like Memphis. I don't like them as much as I liked them last year. I thought last year they caught a lot of people off guard. This is one of the worst half court offenses in the league, guys. That's even with Desmond and Bain being back, even with the addition of Luke Kennard, right? So I think the coverage that we'll see from Coach Malone tonight in the pick-and-roll is going to be pivotal, similar to what you saw the first time these teams matched up, right? You throw different coverages and blitzes at John Morant, and you make him settle for membrane shots because he likes these floating shots, but so make him settle for more membrane shots. I think if you can make them slow down the game, not allow them to be up-tempo, I think you win the game tonight.
0: Why has Memphis struggled so much on the road this year, Jay will I
1: just don't... You know what? Granted, they've had injuries, but guys, I... I still believe at the end of the day that they have one explosive player that can make things happen. And let's be real about it. I I think when you don't allow them to play in transition and you make them a thinking team, right? Like when you allow them to be fast, guys, they're way more reactionary. Memphis is at its best when they allow you defensively to be reactionary. But if you force them to think through each and every possession, I don't know if I've seen them mature in that aspect of their game. And in order to win playoff games, you have to be mature in your thinking through possessions, each possessions, because the number of possessions slightly scale back, but there's just more pop to it because it feels like the game slows down more. And the ability to execute in half court is pivotal. And I did not trust Memphis and their execution in the half court.
0: Yeah, they're twelve and eighteen on the road. Big game tonight. They got here a couple of days early, Jay. Will just to be more comfortable. The Nuggets have had time off. Let's go! I mean, come on, man. This is one way or the other. This is going to be a great game tonight. I agree with you, man. And look, I I will tell you this. You know, they,
1: there's the national media like, conjures up a lot of different conversations because it's their job to be interesting, right? So. The the, the the most interesting conversation to me is that the best team in the Western Conference, I would have never thought that they, when it's all said and done, that they could have a 10-game lead on the Phoenix Suns going into the playoffs, have, the, have been top to bottom the best team in the Western Conference. Mm. KCP, championship contention, experience. Aaron Gordon, like a, a, a taller version of Gary Harris, mm. right? Like mm. the mm. ultimate glue guy who does all the dirty work. Bruce Brown, you got... Pieces here, Ishmael. You got Thomas Bryant up yep. on the bench now. There's not a better team, top to bottom, in the West than the Nuggets, and I, I am ready. I pray to God that they are ready to put the foot on the <laughs> neck of the Western Conference because I want to see this team be
0: rewarded for being the best team in basketball. I absolutely love it. Are things okay in the lunchroom with Perk and JJ? Is everything all right? You know things. Look, between Stephen A. Smith, myself, J.J.,
1: and Perk, this is what our battlefield is, boys. There's a lot of sensitivities. Like, Kobe, we got our big boy pants on. We're all grown-ass men. We're fine. All
0: right. all right. You guys make it interesting. No joke. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, J. Well, All right, boys. Have a good one.